What's going on, people? What is going on, people? As you already know, this is Monday night. If you don't know what that picture was, we're going to explain what that picture is after we do the introduction. I am the debonair six man. K Styles. And to my stage left, it is your man's, the great one, Mad Mike Sports. And this is Monday Night Cooler Talk, Q&A Monday. So we appreciate y'all tuning in with us. But Mike, we got three special words for him. What are those three special words we got for him? Mad Mike Sports? Or is it the real Roll Cow? Roll Cow. And today's Roll Call. It's going to go to Joseph Thornton, YMOF Jamal. We got our player, another one of our player partners, Marwin Johnson in the building, Pat Norris. Red Swarm, Bubba Gump, Tell Sports and Gaming. We got the professor in the building. Y'all make sure y'all go and show him some love. We got Jerry Bowie, Low Ski. William Amy, Asipo Basie, Michael Walker, not that Michael Walker, ATL Leo, D. Coleman. We got Miss Carrie in the building, AKA. Mama belongs to you. Just like. I went to y'all, I was the care. Exactly. Exactly. <laughs> Exactly. We got Georgia, Texas boy, Miaz Clark, Angelo Hart, Prince Kale 89, The Real Real, and Floyd Donnelly. So we appreciate Carrie. <laughs> we, got, we got both of us saying. <laughs> Oh, is that in three, two, one? What's going on, people? What is going on, man? If y'all already know, tonight's topic is we found a couple QA questions. Y'all also make sure y'all leave questions in here that we're going to be talking about. But first, before we get started with that, does anybody know that picture that I just put Ooh, at the boy, beginning boy. of the show? Do anybody know where that picture came from? If you don't know what I'm talking about, let me go ahead and put it up there. Let me see if it, anybody can guess it. Anybody know where that picture came from? Let's see if we can get a couple guesses in here. Let's see if we get a couple guesses in here. I 
I don't see no guesses. Ah, <laughs> uh, <laughs> one. Okay. We see two. All right, okay. Let's see three. Okay, just make sure everybody did their damn homework. Mm-hmm. I want to make. I want to make sure everybody did their homework. For those that don't know. That was my drunk at my drunk first appearance. <laughs> <laughs> he was drunk as hell, y'all. <laughs> drunk as hell. Was drunk, boy. Oh, Showing man. Off five. I think I had about like five beers that whole show. I like <laughs> We had to get what? him drunk so he could calm his nerves on the show, y'all. He was a fucking Rick. <laughs> I promise him. I promise him. Like, case out, you gonna be alright, but he would not try to hear that. <laughs> the reason why, the reason why I put that up there, and like I said, and this is why I always say I give before we start. So this is why I always give shouts out to not only Mad Mike Sports but Miss Maggie T and Don, because these mm-hmm. three mm-hmm. are the main reason. Why I'm here with y'all right now with what I do. So I want everybody to give those three people their flowers. Hey man, we hey, we appreciate it. I don't think we'll be here without you to be honest, man. We appreciate that. That's for damn sure. Exactly. And the reason why I say that too is you got people out here that say that they want to do it. Fuck it. Do it. Mm-hmm. You don't. You don't need expensive equipment. You don't need the number one laptop computer program in the world. Man. All your ass need is a phone. Mm-hmm. That's all you need is a damn phone. That's where I started. Exactly. <laughs> Everybody remember my rants. <laughs> that was, so so that's why I said all you need is a phone and a voice. Mm-hmm. So even if you haven't started now, you can go ahead and do it now if you want to. If you feel like you're comfortable doing it, go ahead and do it. This is this is where I give my flowers to those guys. To to them, <laughs> I have to. We we yeah, bro, we, y'all don't know how long we tried to get, bro. We we we. Oh, oh my God! It, it took us a long time to get him comfortable, but he did. That's one thing I I, I say. That's this this is not something Kevin like to do, and I'm I'm not calling him K Styles. I'm calling him Kevin. Kevin does not like to do this type of stuff. So to see him get out of his comfort zone, bro, like it it <laughs> it took us some years. Believe it or not, it took us some years to convince him to get to this point so if he can do it man especially if he can do it <laughs> your, your ass can do it mm-hmm. you can do it mm-hmm. so so like I said man shoot at the end of the day what we do here we do this for everybody here that's watching us for those that may not be here to watch us and we always say one thing we not for everybody so let's go ahead and get this show started today, man. And Mike, you sent me a couple few questions that we want to go ahead and chime in on, man. So 
let's go ahead and like look, 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 look. Everybody giving you some shouts out. Joseph here said <laughs> he said when I first heard Mike, I was like, who this guy cursing outside? <laughs> <laughs> oh man. But um, I embarrass I embarrass all my family. Believe it or not, every last one of my family members was embarrassing me. My aunt, my dad, my everybody was embarrassed to me, bro. Boy, 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 boy. I was embarrassed. <laughs> boy, boy, looking at look, looking back at that. Um, I'm about to say, I'm about to say, looking back at that video, boy, I'm like, bro, yeah, I was drunk as shit, boy, because I, I wasn't even remembering a damn thing. <laughs> uh, hey, man, <laughs> whatever to get comfortable. Hell, that's uh, hey, that's how you got you got on there, man. <laughs> look, I I tell MVGs right. He said I talk slow as hell sometimes. Hey. <laughs> As long as you hear what I'm saying, I'll talk as <laughs> slow as I need to talk. Because oh, some, some folks may be slow too, so I got to talk slow at times. You know, you know. <laughs> but we definitely appreciate it. As long as you listening, I, I don't give a damn how fast I talk. But, Mike, you sent me a few things here, man. I said we might well go ahead and get this thing started on this question right here, man. We appreciate y'all tuning in with us, by the way. So, okay, let me go ahead and get this out of the way. Uh, so, Lucas Stricter here had a question. He was like, I feel like the offensive line really needs to be addressed with Jake Matthews, Agent McGarry on a proven year and Mayfield coming off a rough first year. How do you feel about where we are right now and how much do you believe we should invest in free agency and drafts for the future? Hmm. That's a very interesting question. That's a very foresight question right there. Um, Hold on. What, what the hell was I doing? Oh, my bad, y'all. My bad. Okay. So, Mike. So, basically, what his question is asking is, do we have faith in this offensive line? And do you have faith in the offensive line? And what necessary moves that they need to make down in the future? Because me, personally, we got 2022 right now. I can't think about 2023 and beyond. We have to see what this team is this upcoming season to determine what kind of free agency moves we can make. Mm-hmm. So, go ahead, Mike, man. What, what's your take on that, man? What's your take on that? Give the people what they want. Um, I kind of feel the same way that you feel. I, I don't really care about what 2023 has in store. Um, I think we got to focus on what we can do this year. And even 2021, I like I don't think about 2021. Don't give a dang about 2021 at all when it comes down to our um, our offensive line because this is a new quarterback. This is uh, for the most part, like a lot of these players wasn't even with. We got a few guys, Zacchaeus, uh Kyle Pitts. Uh, it's, it's, you know, you have the running back, um, 
uh, uh, I don't know why I just draw a blank, but uh, Quadri Olison, like you have him there, but like you know, Kyle, uh, Cordero Patterson, and goddamn, why I got a brain fart today? Um, uh, but yeah, you got those guys here for the most part, so like I don't really care about what 23 of the, of the future, um, because we got to take out, we got to take out, take care of what, what the hell is wrong with me today? I can't talk what was shit today. Um, what? we gotta take care of. We gotta take care of. Uh, what we got. Bro, I'm falling all over my world. I'm about to say, man, no, what the <laughs> hell? So have, have I been drinking? Damn, well, I don't know. I don't know. Had Lizzo been over there or something? <laughs> <laughs> mm, that'll do it. <laughs> that'll do it. That'll do it. He over here drinking ever clear. <laughs> hey man, hey man, I don't know what's going on, bro. Um, but yeah, I don't. Um, oh hell, I forgot what the hell I was talking. The offensive line, right? Damn. Uh, <laughs> look, no, no, no one said you display drunk co-host. <laughs> 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 all right, Mike, hold on. All right, oh, right. Come on, oh, come on. Hey, Mike, Mike, come, hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. We're going to do this right here. We're going to woo side here. Woo <laughs> side. Oh, okay. Woo. Okay. All right. <laughs> I'm good now. Um, all right. <laughs> I don't know what's going on. Hey, man, I had a day. <laughs> No, I don't have to rinse. <laughs> I'm good. Somebody uh, said, "Man, birth, man, birth." Robin Hood came to slip something. <laughs> <laughs> um, <laughs> oh man! Okay, I'm back now. I think. <laughs> um, what the hell we're talking about? <laughs> All right, man, we're going to put the damn question back up. Nigga, nigga, you tripping. (laughs) Okay. Question is. Okay, man. I told you, man, them pork chop sandwiches got you fucked. That pork chop sandwich Everclear got you jacked up. So. All right. Basically, he's asking. Okay. Hold on. Rewind. <laughs> okay, uh, Luke is asked. I feel like the offensive line needs to be addressed. With Jake aging, McGarry on a proven deal, and Mayfield coming off a rough field. How do you feel about where the Falcons are at right now? And how much do you believe we should invest in free agency and draft for the future? 
Well, I, I think the Falcons are they're good what they are. Um, for the simple fact that there's something that we talked about on this was it Saturday show. Um I was talking about the, the quarterbacks in the running game. Um, nobody is focusing on the quarterbacks to kind of take the pressure off of the passing game. Like now we're going to have an extra guy that can get, you know, if the running backs aren't doing it, we can lean on, you know, Desmond Ritter to come in and, uh, and, and bring in and use some of those, um, I guess those quarterback snakes, those, um, some of them RPOs, that type of uh, stuff. So, it's like, if you got that, um, I, I don't think we're putting too much pressure on the offensive line and the running back to kind of focus on, you know, carrying the team. And I think that's a that's a good thing until the offensive line find a groove. Like, it really, for the offensive line, it comes down to chemistry. We talk about this all the time, going back to the years where you had um, – uh, Mud Duck, you had a lot of young guys, Harvey Dahl, uh, Ron Schrader. Like, those guys were not – like, those guys were like – they came from the gutter, man. Like, they they like they weren't high draft picks. So, when you have that, like, I, I'm not worried about offensive linemen being talented enough. Obviously, we know they're talented, but um, once they gain that chemistry and that, that – like, it can take off from them. So, I'm not worried about – the offensive line. I'm so I'm I'm more worried about how Arthur Smith is going to utilize these guys in a red zone. I said it before, red zone. Touch, like we, I know we can move the ball because Arthur Smith is one of those guys who don't like to, you know, take those deep shots a lot. Um, so mm-hmm. we're going to be able to move the ball seven five to eight yards at a time, slowly, methodically move down the field. We did that last year with Matt Ryan. Matt Ryan, and obviously um, I didn't see this coming, but somebody put Matt Ryan's name in the uh, as of their profile. But at the end of the day, I think what it comes down to it, man, like um, chemistry is going to be is going to be key this year. I, I don't think the issue is going to be the offense line. Uh, and like I said, I'm, I'm not focused on – 2022 or 2024. Like I, I'm focused on this year, 2023, right. 2024. I'm not worried about that. We need to focus on what we can do this year. Last year was last year. Matt Ryan is not here. Julio ain't here. Calvin really ain't here. Right? We don't have those guys. We need to be focused on what we can do. And what we can do is this year. Focus on this year. Hey, man. Yeah, I mean, I mean, when we actually kind of look at how this offensive line is, um, yes, it's it's patchwork. I mean, it's been patchwork. Um, when you think last year, and okay, let's start with Jake Matthews. We we just gonna go in the road that he was talking about mm-hmm. with Jake Matthews. Yes, he is aging. But is he really aging like that? Mm, this is gonna be, I'm about to say this. The 
but I'm about to say I this is it. year this is year eight for him. Ain't like this is mm-hmm. year thirteen. Yeah. Um, you still got a few years left, but the thing about it is, you got to find the right guy that we and Arthur Smith and Terrafano are proving to us that they're looking for their guys, the guys that they deem that they want here. So if you don't really have a backup plan for a Jay Matthews for this season, you never know. You might have one for the next year. But the thing is, you're not going to really know how to gauge the whole situation until the season is played out. Kayla McGarry, you're right. He's on a proving year. This is one of those things where it's like, okay, you're a high draft pick. We traded up to get you. You haven't shown much. You you you've shown something that we can work with, but at the same time, we don't know if you're our guy. They want to see if he can take that to the next level. Mm-hmm. Because if that was the case and they gave up on him, they would have been cut him. Now, you may say, okay, they didn't give him the fifth-year option. But if you really look at Caleb McGarry, he's that last pick in the first round is essentially really technically kind of a second-round pick. So it's you're not really losing much there. Mm-hmm. Because you never know. Maybe the reason why they haven't given Caleb McGarry that fifth-year option is maybe they got plans on Jalen Mayfield moving back to right tap if Caleb mm-hmm. McGarry doesn't work out. And speaking of Ken, and, I mean, not Jay Matthews, uh, Jalen. I said Jalen Mayfield, right? Mm-hmm. Okay, Jaylen, okay, okay, cool. Jalen Mayfield, we have to remember with him last season, he didn't know he was playing left guard until week one against Philadelphia. Mm-hmm. One, two. You're taking an offensive tackle and moving him in the guard. That look will see, because I think the issue is people think offensive line is okay. You can plug and play any position on the line. All you do is go forward and block. It ain't as easy as you think it is. Mm-mm. You have different responsibilities as a tackle to as a guard. You have different responsibilities. So Jalen Mayfield was learning how to play guard throughout the season, throughout the mm. season. It was a learning experience for him. The different angles that you have to block on, the different types of stunts, the different types of moves that you have to deal with from a defensive end and from a defensive tackle, two totally different things. And even just a player, like player habits, like you got to pick up on mm-hmm. what Jake likes to do. Right. If, his, if his kick is a little bit, right. you know, if he kicks a little further than, you know, the right tackle, like you got to pick up on like closing in those gaps. If, if, if Jake, if one of those, if Jake is one of those guys that like to close the inside a lot quicker because he knows he can get outside, 
Like you gotta understand that. Like, because if he if he doesn't understand that Jake likes to kick a little bit more outside because he's comfortable with the inside, like you gotta understand that from a guard because what you want what you don't want to do is like, all right, he's kicking outside. Well, I'ma let this guy in the middle. Or I'm gonna let the guy on the inside. Like you gotta understand those types of things, the like the player's tendencies and how he likes to move and whatnot. Like, like mm-hmm. in K style, like K style know when I'm like when I'm feeling some type of way. When I'm feeling like I'm like I'm in my whole mad mic, and he like he feeling it. Like we gotta under, we gotta know when to let K style talk, let you talk, let. Uh, Noah talk like it's a it's a feel that you have being with your teammate and like it's the same thing for God. So he's been one year with Jake mm-hmm. with Matt Hennessy. So for me personally, this is one of the main reasons why I don't think they're gonna mess with the offensive line too much because that chemistry, what you want is chemistry. It's really wow. at this at this point, I think it's one person that's uh, in in Jeopardy, that's in real, and I'm talking about some big time Jeopardy. And I, I it's um, do we have to take a drink? Do we have to take a drink on that? <laughs> yes, sir. That's exactly. I think that's that's the person that I think everybody looking at Mayfield and looking at McGarry and say, yeah, they in trouble. But I think Hennessy is really in a lot of trouble because it's all about chemistry. You can't keep moving the right tackle. You can't move the right guard. You can't move the left mm-hmm. guard. But you can right. plug a center in there, and he may have a better cohesion and, and, and chemistry with those guys than Matt Hennessy. So it's easier to move the center than it is to move. Because if you look at what happened when we signed um, Alex Mack, our offensive line got better immediately. Why? Because he knew what he was doing. It wasn't because our offensive line sucked. He was just that glue in the middle. If you got a center that can hold everything, like he knows what he's doing, he can make those calls, he can see things, it's just like that. So like like I said, if there's any struggle with the offensive line, the first person going to be the first person that's going to be bitch is going to be Matt Henderson. Right. I think he's tired. You said that. I think you said that too. Mm-hmm. So I'm seeing I'm seeing it in here. I, I'm seeing it in here. Um, let me see. I'm wow. Comment right quick. I didn't even see, see this. Com- said people who suck at their job can have chemistry and still suck. I mean, it's only one way to damn find out if you don't give them a chance. That person may suck for you, <laughs> mm-hmm. but he may be great somewhere else. He may be helping somebody else. Like, like I said, that's that's mm-hmm. that's the thing. Kate, like, like for instance, like I was just bringing up with K Styles and like uh, North. Like, at some point in time, like K Styles don't want to talk. He's a man of a short words, but sometimes he want to say something. I gotta understand when he's in that mood. When mm-hmm. he's in that mood to talk, I'm like, all right. All right. You feeling good right now? I'm gonna just, I'm gonna just take a step back. You gotta. Uh, that's the yeah. same thing when it yeah. go for off in the line. You gotta understand. All right, Chris Lindstrom on his shit today. I ain't really gotta give pay him too much 
attention. Let me help out Hennessy a little bit more. You know what I'm saying? Those are the things you got to understand from a player standpoint. You got to know when to go too much, like you're going too much to the right. Like if you're going too much to the right, that's a damn Pro Bowl guard mm-hmm. right there. You don't have to worry about it because it's it's Chris Lindstrom. Mm-hmm. So if Chris Lindstrom is on his A game, why am I helping too much to the right side? I need to be paying straight down the middle and towards the left because I know he's on his stuff. So these are the things that people don't talk about, like as far as the subtle nuances of, of offensive linemen, just football. I got two questions. I got two questions. And that that comment actually kind of kind of I ain't gonna say it brought mm-hmm. something to my head here for a second. And I think we talked about this before. Is do we really give people a chance to redeem themselves? Mm. Do so do to redeem themselves because like I said. You do know you got to realize that one year is going to be different from another year. Do do certain people say stuff like that for people that they don't want to see? Hmm. Because I kind of find it I kind of find it interesting that if it was a player that they wanted to see would they have that same energy? You see how that rhymes, right? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So let's use this as an example. I'm going to use this as an example here. Let's go into next year. We're going to go into 2023. Now, this is just going to take a couple minutes here. We're going to go to 2023. Let's say... Okay, because we already know the Desmond Ritter talk. The Desmond Ritter ain't shit talk. We know that. <laughs> right. I ain't even gave him a chance. So let's say you do draft a Bryce Young or CJ Stroud. If they struggle their first year, are you going to be quick to get rid of them there? Mm. And this is to him. If that quarter, if that guy struggled after the first year are you going to be ready to get rid of him after year one because josh allen like you said josh allen was bad his first season bad he was trash his first two <laughs> seasons mm-hmm. because matthews has been consistent lindstrom has been consistent Y'all, real question marks is two other positions that were on their first years actually started. Mm. And you have a right tackle that just needs to get better. So I mean, when I think about it, it sounds like it, it kind of sounds like one of those in title dating situations when I think about it. It's almost it's almost like 
you know what? We're gonna say that for later. We're gonna say that. <laughs> you know okay. what? No, I'm gonna say I'm, I'm, I'm gonna say it right now. I'm gonna say it right now. It, it's like it's like a woman turning down a man because he's a nice guy. Hmm. Hmm. Because it doesn't fit with what stimulates them. Mm. Instead of going through the processes of it, you want the instant gratification. Ooh. Mm. You're not gonna you're not gonna find players that's gonna come in and automatically be pro bowlers in year one. That shit don't happen often. You may get a year or two. Mm-hmm. You may get a year three, but you want to see that increase getting better. You want to see them get better year after year after year. You know, you don't get quarterbacks throwing a touchdown on their first pass often, okay? That don't mm-hmm. happen. <clears throat> and Angelo Hart here said it perfectly. We're trying to look for unicorns in every position instead of looking mm. for building blocks. Angelo, that's a great comment right there. Mm. And I'm going to go ahead and answer this right quick. Mike, you already did your video on there. So I'm going to just mm-hmm. answer this right quick. I'm going to just answer this in a couple words. How big of an improvement should we expect Eddie Goldman to be over Anthony Rush and Howard? Oh, it's going to definitely be an improvement over um, Tyler Davidson. It's going to be an improvement over him. I'll tell you that right now. I'm not expecting him to be pro bowler, um, all pro. The main thing in him, his thing is he's just going to have to do do his job. He's going to have to hold a point of attack from his position. Is he going to start right away? We don't know. But the reality comes into it is they just needed a guy who has a physical mindset. Eddie Goldman has a physical mindset. He he has a toughness about him. Like I said, I'm not expecting him to be no pro bowl. I ain't expecting him to be all pro. I just expect him to come here and do a damn job. Mm-hmm. And it's gonna and what it is is that's gonna rub off on the other guys as well. I mean, Grady Jerry, he can do as much as he can, but if the other guys are not, you still need multiple leaders on that defense in that defensive front seven as well. And what Eddie Goldman does is essentially what this defensive line need. They needed another bigger guy. Mm-hmm. A bigger guy that has that is proven in this league because he's only a couple years removed from being one of the best run defenders in the game outside of mm-hmm. the COVID thing and the injuries. And he kind of he got a dip last year, but that's just coming back from the COVID shit. Mm-hmm. So, I think it'll be a major. Imp- I think it'll definitely be a good improvement. Um, I know it wasn't the in-depth answer y'all might be looking for, but I wouldn't be K Styles if I just gave it to you. <laughs> just a little right. shot. I give you a little shot. I ain't, I ain't, I ain't in the sipping and shit. Give you a little shot. Take it to the <laughs> right, but. But that's definitely a good question. Um, I, like I said, I, I, I like it. Like I said, just for the toughness aspect of it. 
The thing is, what we got to understand, this team is looking for first. The athleticism is important, but that's not the first thing that they're looking for. You got to be able to be tough in this in, in this offense. Well, this team, you got to be tough on both sides of the ball. Even special teams, they're getting guys. If you look at what they're getting, they're getting guys who are tough, tough-minded physically. Like, like you got to be able to not only deal with the, with the, um, you know, the, 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 the athletic part of the game, but like if you if you have a weak mindset where you giving up, you know, it's like you taking plays off. I, you, you're not gonna be able to play for this team, bro. Like, you, you, you can already see it. These guys are not trying to bring in and no cowards. They're not trying to bring in cowards. They, you gotta have that swagger. Whether you dancing with it or you just, you know, you you talking smack. You gotta have that right. swagger. Right. Right. Because a lot of people don't realize that attitude actually can take you further along than you realize mm-hmm. but, I don't believe that but we definitely appreciate that question man we got but go ahead and get on to the next one we're gonna <clears> get <throat> to the next next one we we probably try to keep this thing about an hour so we probably gonna do one more question that we got here let me see which one was it? Was it this one? Oh, uh, we gonna we'll do this one. Which rookie from the twenty? You know what? We'll do the other two. We'll probably do this one by keep this one short. Um, which rookie from the twenty twenty two draft class are you most excited to see? And shouts out to RC Plane Builder. Yeah, that's pretty easy. That's easy. That, that, that's about it easy. What you, what you got on that? Arnold Ibikiti. We need an edge, man. We, we, we need an edge to go along with uh, Ogum Daisy. Like we gotta have we gotta have a solid rotation. If we're gonna get the best out of Grady Jarrett. We need one of those, one of those rookies. Whether it's <clears throat> whether it's um, uh, Malone or even Kite, like they gotta have a, a, a edge rotation that could give Grady Jarrett some time off. Because like sometimes Grady, he's been he's been playing a lot. He played way too much edge last year for my liking. Um, mm-hmm. So if we're going to keep Grady in the middle of the of the field and taking advantage of those uh, offensive guards and centers, them guards can't fuck with Grady. Like, just keep that hundred. Like, they can't mess with Grady. They cannot mess with Grady. He's too quick. He's too athletic. He's just he's strong on top of it. The dude is just a beast. I'll take I'll take my chances with a Grady Jared against anybody's guard, and including uh, Quentin Nelson. And I think Quentin Nelson is the best guard in the league. But uh, like. I, I'll take my chances with Grady Jarrett over any uh, uh, inside interior lineman. Uh, Grady's just a damn beast. I, like like I said, he's 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 in my opinion, he's second behind Aaron Donald. Just that dude can wreak havoc. He can destroy a game a game plan just on on his own. That's how good he is. So 
Yeah. That, that's yeah, that's um yeah, that sounds yeah, that sounds real good. I mean, I think we are kind of excited to kind of see these edge rushers. Um I was gonna say one name, but um Noah already said it, and I and then you know how <laughs> I, for some godly reason <laughs> me and Noah always be on the same page and don't even realize it. So I'm gonna switch it up here. He said, Tyler Algier, I'm going to switch it up here. I'm going to stick with the same position. I'm going to go with D'Angelo Malone. That's what I'm excited to see. Interesting. But between the two, between Ebiketti and between Malone, Ebiketti is the more explosive guy. Malone got some explosion on him, but Ebiketti explosions on a whole nother level compared mm-hmm. to him. But Malone is a little bit more polished as a pass rusher than Ebiketti is. Um, and I think, and I say with this defense, with this defense, and like I said, the theme of how they drafted defensively. It's pretty telling that they're looking for guys that have that attack mindset. Like you said, you see it with Ebbie Ketty. You see it with Troy Anderson. You see it with Malone. Malone, Malone, he's a little bit more. What's the word I'm looking for? Cerebral with his. He's a little more cerebral than Ebbie Ketty is. Yeah, you can tell he's thinking when he's but he's pressing the pass. Right, right. But he got the explosion too. Mm-hmm. And it's gonna and like I said, and I'm and it's very interesting to find out what side is he's gonna be well, what side is they're gonna use him on. Because when we see D'Angelo Malone, nine times out of ten, he's over that left tackle. Ebiketti is too. Mm-hmm. So how are they going to match that dynamic? Who who who's going to get what side and who's going to get the other? Is Ebiketti going to deal with? Is Ebiketti going to be primary over the left tackle to use that explosion? Or are you going to give D'Angelo Malone the opportunity mm-hmm. to use that athleticism against the right tackle, who most offensive lines mm. ain't as athletic. So, yeah, that 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 yeah, like it's not, yeah, yeah. Malone Malone is a little bit more. He's a little more cerebral with his. So I, I'm kind of excited to see that because when you dealing with looking at um, Dante Fowler for two seasons, um, <laughs> Stephen Means for two seasons, uh, I think you get kind of excited just to see something else. <laughs> that's, that's really what it came down to. We need to see some. We need to see some. Some something happen. Well, you got. Well, you got. You 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 literally got seven sacks out of those two the last two seasons. (laughs) Think about that. You got that's bad. Two your starting two edge rushers. You got seven sacks out of 
two seasons. Well, what Steven means, you got one second, three he seasons. Yeah, he was with us for three years. You got one sack out of him, and you got Dante. You got six and a half out of him in two years. Nah, bro. We 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 won't see some. We won't see a little bit of a young young blood over there. And see what they can do. <laughs> but I like. But um, let's see. We got one more here. But yeah, Mike says Ebiketti. I said D'Angelo Malone, and I got one thing to say about that. When we talk about pass rushes, I still got a bone to pick with fucking the Buffalo Bills. Oh man, I think we. Both I still do. got. I, oh, I got man. a bone to pick with the Buffalo Bills. Uh, yeah. I, wait, wait a minute, Miss Maggie said we need to see some more likes. We got a hundred people in here. It better be fifty likes in this thing. Um, so we're gonna go ahead and hit the um, y'all better hit the like music. Well, yeah, hit that, hit that music so we can get them likes up, man. If it decides if we want to play, we need this, we need a light. We need mag on the light chat, you gotta get at least about 45 50 mm. likes. Mm. Mm. So we definitely appreciate y'all. We gotta hit the music. Y'all make sure y'all go ahead and hit that like button. Make sure you go ahead and share. Make sure you subscribe to Six Man K Styles as well as Mad Mike Sports and Atlanta Falcon Nation. Oh yeah. Because we are the Unholy Alliance. It's 30 of us strong and y'all ain't Mm -hmm. finna take us on. All right. That was the quick. That was the quickest. That was the quickest up in life. Hey, hey, we it. So she said she about to come in there, boy. She about to give you that cowboy post game energy. She was gonna give y'all that cowboy post game energy. Y'all ain't oh, <laughs> if y'all haven't seen, y'all got to check that one out. Oh, that was man. the that was the legendary intro of that of that post game show. <gasps> I'm fucking pissed. <laughs> All right. Noah said oh, we're at 64, so we definitely appreciate y'all on that, man. Mm-hmm. Um, I think there was one one more question. I'll see a question. I'll see that. Wait, what question you got for us? What question you got for us? Uh, I, I, I guess I'll get this out of the way. I thought I, I thought I did, but I'll I'll get this one out of the way. But uh, Mike, if Calvin comes back, does that step on the toes of Drake London like Julio would? Um, uh, I think you already know our answer on this situation, but um, let's just say if he does, let's just say he does come back, the Falcons miraculously. Uh, say, oh, we're going to forgive you for all you've done. You caused us a first-round pick, possibly two, uh, but that's that's not, <laughs> you know there. Uh, we're here to forgive. All right, I'm trying to I'm gonna try to do my Martin Luther King uh, thing right now. I'm gonna forgive and 
uh, be nice. Okay. Um, hell no. For yeah, one, Kyle, Kyle, he would never step on because he he's he's a great wide right receiver. If anything, he's gonna help Drake London. Like great wide right receivers don't step on guys' toes if you're great. Having a Calvin Ridley and a Drake London with a Kyle Pitts together, those guys gonna eat because somebody gonna see one on one. And I know for sure that Drake London against any DB with his size and speed, he's gonna be able to uh, to get. He's gonna be able to get open. The same for Kyle Pitts. You put him one on one with anybody, Kyle Pitts is gonna eat. Well, we already know that Calvin Ridley is one of the best young. Uh, I wouldn't even say young. He's better. He's one of the better uh, route runners in the NFL. So we know he can win one on ones. So I don't think he stepped on anyone's toes. I think it's more so if he comes in with the attitude that you know he's a change man and his teammates don't feel any way about him. Like I don't. I don't. He, he, I don't think he stepped on that. Drake doesn't see me like he doesn't. He don't come across to me like some whiny ass crybaby. Like you know, he don't. He don't. He don't strike me as Antonio Brown. You know what I'm saying? Oh, he's gonna take my my my, my uh, target away. I don't. I don't see Drake at that. Like I, I don't see. He just look like a guy. Like if you need him to block, you need him to go over the middle. He's gonna do his job. That's what Drake kind of you know. I'm just gonna personally say this to be honest with you. I don't need Calvin really back. We can say anything about the he he's a great wide he's a great wide receiver. He he can get open, he's a great route runner, stuff like that. There's an issue here. You're traded for Brian Mm -hmm. Edwards. You're expecting Brian Edwards to be your number two for at least the next couple of years. Why the hell am I bringing back Calvin Ridley? And the and the and the second and the, and the main thing, the reason why you bring in a guy like a Brian Edwards, because mm-hmm. he has a he has a mentality that you were looking for that you didn't have. In your wide receiver core last season. Is he the route runner that Calvin Ridley is? No. Is he as fast as Calvin Ridley? No. But he did, but 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 there's one main difference that I saw. When it came to catching the ball in the short intermediate game. I saw him trying to make yarders going upfield. Mm. I saw Calvin really try to catch them balls in that short run. You know what I think? He was running backwards. <laughs> oh, goodness. So, so, <laughs> Keith Smith said, hell no, nah, he wanted to trade and he got, <laughs> shit, he didn't get traded yet. But, Nah, it's all about the mindset. And the thing is, we don't know with Calvin really. We don't know if he was right. a product of Julio. We don't know if he was a product of Julio being on the other side or not. We don't know. 
See, but my thing is, I want my wide receiver going forward instead of backwards and sideways. Mm-hmm. You, that's why they say you look going forward in life. You don't go sideways and backwards. Mm-hmm. Don't look behind you. Don't look behind you. You turn into stone. Mm-hmm. Because, and I'm going uh, to end it with this sentence here. That Kansas City game, the Falcons versus the Chiefs. That's all I needed to know right there. If y'all don't know what I'm talking about, look up Calvin Ridley, a uh, uh, Silk Sonic backsliding on that damn game against the Kansas City Chiefs. Ooh, boy. That boy was looking like Bruno Mars out there, the, the way that he was avoiding that. <laughs> He's like, I'm gonna leave the door open. Hey, he damn sure left the door open. <laughs> I'm gonna leave the door open. I'm gonna leave the door open. He said he's about to run for a touchdown. All of a sudden, he's just a. <laughs> okay, I'm gonna go there. Okay, so I'm gonna go. Ahead. I'm gonna go. I'm gonna go ahead. You ain't gotta answer this one, Mike. But I'm gonna go ahead and answer this one, man. He said, "Let's say if we have money, who you getting in free agents? Depends on who out there, and depends on what the team is. Mm-hmm. Um, we can't really say for sure because it's all gonna be dependent on the team's success. But y'all remember this foul? This is a young Falcon team." And uh-huh. if you can, if you can get the same record or slight improvement off of there, really ain't it's really gonna set up for what you want to do in free agency. So the thing is, if you're expecting this team to be so bad, and I'm not saying you expecting it, well, I don't know how you think on that. But if you got people, uh, yeah, yeah, D. Coleman, point your finger to the moon. Yeah, Calvin Ridley wasn't looking at the finger nor the moon. He was looking at the pretty butterflies on the side somewhere. You're <laughs> 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 like, you're like, you're like, what? What say? It is like a finger pointing away to the moon. He wasn't looking at the finger. He wasn't looking at the moon. He was like this. Ooh, I'm a pretty <laughs> butterfly. <laughs> Don't concentrate. What the hell are you looking at? Damn, that shit hurt. God damn. I ain't gonna hit myself that hard. <laughs> oh, yeah. That, look, 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 look. Yeah. 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 Clifford Franklin. That, yeah. Mm-hmm. I forgot about it. Yeah. Clifford Franklin is looking. Oh, he was like, what is that? Hey, Butler, if you don't mind, I would love to get your autograph after the game. That motherfucker body slapped the shit out of him. <laughs> see, but but here, see, but see, but the issue is he's talking about obviously we still need to make moves. But the issue I is mean, you don't but the thing is you don't know what this season's gonna be. See, you're hoping yeah, you that they fail. You don't know see, who see, might develop. You might get a guy that end up having 10 sacks, 15 sacks this year, and, and then you're out here trying to spend money so, on the so, guy so, you already got. 
So, so, so the question you would ask to a person like that is if they won more than six games, would you be mad if they won more than six games? That's a good question. If the Falcons won seven or more games, would you be mad? Because that sounds like somebody that would be mad. Now we don't know. We don't do the ad no more because y'all motherfuckers don't know how to get on and do anything. So, <laughs> oh boy, <laughs> I'll buy. I look, look, look. I'll buy. Say if you do that, post your Twitter. Post your Twitter on there. Tomorrow I can send you a link and you can come on personally. I ain't gonna put the link in here because uh, we got about another damn ten minutes and. We had people on here, but we've been on here for another hour and a half. Mm-hmm. No, oh, he said anything under nine is bad. No, would you be mad if they won more than six? That's the difference. Would you know what? Should we? You think we should? Man. Uh, like like I said, bro, we got you got if we okay okay hold yeah. on MVGs if we do this we got ten minutes so you better make your voice clear and steady because I swear one we swear one gonna do this. We swear we wasn't gonna do this. <sighs> So we got 10 minutes left in the show. You got a minute, you got a minute to respond. So, but back to Clifford Franklin ass. So <laughs> see, look, 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 look. I'm leaving now. But Mike, should we go ahead and implement implement that rule? Uh, hold on, let me. Hold on, let me, let me. No, look, look, look. Remember, this is what he said. I'm let y'all see that. I'm let y'all see that. He said, "Add him." He said he drive for DoorDash. He can't jump on right now. <laughs> <laughs> and that's it. And that and th- and this is exactly why we don't do people that challenge us. Because nine times out of ten, when we do that, then all of a sudden now I'm at work, or nah, I don't want to do it, or um, I'm getting some head over here, or something, so I ain't gonna be able to do. It. Or I might be doing something else. I don't know. Yeah, so throat. I look. <laughs> My Xbox request is. Yo, X- that's a new one. Come on. Yeah, Xbox Live requested. What the fuck? Okay. Okay. So since since that's not gonna happen, we are gonna have. <laughs> hey man, whatever man. If you don't want to get on, that's fine. We're going to go ahead and move on to the final part of the show. <laughs> Somebody said he's getting chased by zombies. <laughs> you say he playing he play left for dead. 
Now he's trying to say there was a uh 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 Xbox Live request. Oh Lord, look, look, man, bro, don't even worry about it. Let's go ahead and get to this final part of the show. I'm not, man, I'm not gonna be on here for another 20, 30 damn minutes. I gotta work in the morning. Um, <laughs> we're gonna debut something tonight. We're gonna call this the um sit your goofy ass down comment. <laughs> <laughs> what are they talking about? Y'all done heard this feeling. We go. We call this the. We're gonna call this the sit your goofy ass down comment, which means I done found something that we gonna say sit your goofy ass down on. And today's sit your goofy ass down comment, Mike. I want you to see this. I want everybody to see this. <sighs> Look what I found on Twitter a couple of days ago. Well, actually, it was sent to shout out to Devontae and Rashad. They sent this to me on Twitter. Look at, look at, let, let's read the conversation, shall we? James Schroeder, yes, and their Twitter, their Twitter handles are shown here. So, yeah, we we ain't blocking shit. Matt Ryan brought the energy of a baby sloth. Baller shot caller. I mean, he, we already know he ain't got no damn money. He called himself baller shot caller. He ain't got no damn money. <laughs> he said when Matt Ryan was the quarterback of the George of the when he was the quarterback, the Georgia Dome felt like a MAGA rally. When Vic was playing in the dome, it felt like Freaknik, like we was going to see the greatest player ever to put on cleats. It was exciting. Baller shot caller. Sit your goofy ass down. Well, both of y'all sit y'all goofy asses down. Because like a mango rally. Let's put that back up. <laughs> Let's put that back up. Look at it. Well, they can see both of our faces now, so we can leave that in the center. Look at that. First of all, what the hell? What the hell is the energy of a baby sloth? Is he trying to say that he's slow running the ball? Is he trying to say that he? Looks like a, a, a hairy animal. What, what, what's he trying to say? The energy of a baby sloth. Is he trying to call him? Is he trying to say he's mentally slow? Nobody know what the energy of a hell. If I know sloth, sloths don't burn energy like that. That's why they move so damn slow. But 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 damn that first one. We get to this one right here. The dome felt like a MAGA rally. When Vic was playing, it was like felt like freak Nick. Hmm. Did 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 the Georgia Dome feel like a MAGA rally when the Falcons was in the NFC Championship game? Two times. Twice.
Did it feel like a man? Did it feel like a MAGA rally when the Falcons went to the Super Bowl the second time? Hmm. Because if I remember correctly, you said the dome felt like it was freaking it. No, read, read, no, read it. He said when Vic was playing in the Georgia Dome, it felt like freak Nick, like we was gonna see the greatest player ever to put on cleats. It was exciting. Can I pull up a Johnson? Go ahead. Uh, that's what I'll wait on. That's what I'll wait on. Some of y'all, some of y'all mama should have took their out the field more than the field. <laughs> I did it. So you said, wait a Some some of y'all mama should have took them more than out the field, because this is literally the dumbest shit I ever like. A MAGA rally? A MAGA rally. So you're cute. Like, hold, 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 hold on, wait a minute. I just thought about something. How can it be a MAGA rally if it's a black city? Because that's the main thing that because that's the main thing that this type of jackass normally would say. We need Michael Vick here because Atlanta was a black city. How you gonna be a black city and allow a MAGA rally at a stadium that's supposed to be in a black city? This is this is gonna get people looking at me side eye for saying that, but. Like I said, it wasn't a MAGA rally when they went to the NFC Championship game. You couldn't buy a Falcon shirt nowhere. Just the week before, you could buy Falcon merchandise anywhere. Once they went to that NFC Championship game, oh, those folks that didn't like the Falcons then, damn sure became Falcon fans then. <laughs> Bro, I... I'm just saying. Yeah, you need to sit your goofy ass down with that. That that this, Freak this, Nick. So 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 the dome felt like STDs and free love sex. <laughs> That's what you're saying. <laughs> so 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 Ron Mexico. So so you so you wanted to be around Ron Mexico. That's what you want to be around, huh? <laughs> <laughs> two winning seasons over six i didn't know i didn't but like i said this proves the point that excitement is more imp- excitement is more important than better you want to win uh, exciting no 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 i'm gonna take that back you want to win the exciting way and lose the exciting way than win the boring way. All I'm going to say at the end of that is, bruh, sit your goofy ass down. Now, okay. Don't come in here. Huh? I'm I'm not even gonna respond to that. (laughs) All right. Okay. So 
like I said, we got a few more minutes, so we not finna go no two hours here. Yo, what what's happening, man? What's going on with you? Hey, what's up? What's up, y'all? What you got uh, for us? Nah, nah. Hey, I don't want y'all to get confused and think I was like coming at y'all reckless. I mean, watching y'all for years, you know this. Oh no! I mean, oh. I can disagree sometimes. You know? Oh no, no, no! The, the the issue was we we never had the issue of the disagreement. That ain't nothing. The only thing that we kind of get on folks on is when they start disrespecting us in the disagreements. That's it. I like I ain't I don't care about no disagreements, man. Like I said, you got uh, every, you got you got like I said, you got to have a voice, man. Like I said, if you feel like the offensive line is bad, yeah, that's how that's how you feel. But like you said. What only the and I and I, I don't and the thing is I don't like throwing what ifs like that too often. But what if they improve this? What if they exceed your expectations for this? Look, season? look, I feel like we had that same conversation for like three, four years now, you know. And like y'all, y'all older than me, but y'all obviously got a lot more patience than me, you know. I feel like with some dudes. You either got it or you don't. And I feel like there should be really be like more like a like if he been around for like two seasons and he's still producing the same shit, we need to find something else. You know, this is the NFL, man. Like we trying to win now. Like we can't we been we, I ain't saying we a we I I got the Falcons tied on me. Can't nobody say we a bad team. But we 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 got we got to step it up. Like we we kind of just taking it little by little, a little bit too much. Like it's starting to look like a homegrown team now. You know this my team. So who do you feel? So so is is that is that um, directed towards a certain guy on the offensive line, or are you just talking about the whole unit in general? I mean, like. I don't care for McGurry. I feel like he already reached his peak, and I'm not impressed with it. Hennessy is, uh, I mean, and what's the other dude, Jalen? Right. So I feel like we got three dudes on the offensive line that's suspect, and I feel like we got two guys that is not going to get better. Maybe one guy can get better, but I feel like we just being too patient with people who – Need to move around around next season, but the, but the, but you but the only the only the only thing that I would um I wouldn't say challenge you on this, but like I said, you said two hey, lay years. Down. You said two years. Basically, I mean, I, I, I was just like throwing out a ballpark, like you know, like when we have the same dude on a team that's been around for a minute and you don't see no change, like some sooner or later. You know, like, yeah. Let me ask you this question. You ever heard of this guy? It's two guys. Legendary guys. One of them, they both play for the same team. One of those guys used to play for the Atlanta Falcons. You know who that guy is? Man, let's uh Brett Favre. All right. The other guy is Don't Darren do that. Rocks. You don't see where that. I'm going? No, hold don't, on. Listen to where I'm going. That. Listen where I'm going. Both of those guys got off to a slow start. Aaron Rodgers didn't play for three years. 
Brett Favre was absolute turd shit the first two years of his his career. If we give up on guys after two years, can we really like uh, uh, yeah. like you could possibly give away good players if you give up on them on two years? Two years ain't really enough, like I, long enough to judge anybody. There's a difference between being slow and just being bad. Like some of these, some people, that's not it. But you know, I mean, like and some dudes can build up. Like, look, look, look. Like, I'm a fan of every player. I'm gonna give you a chance. Like, I was a big Vic Beasley fan. I was. I'm like, like I give you a chance. Like, I'm a big Falcon fan. But like, it that, like I said, maybe some people just more patient than I am. But it there's some players. I mean, I know it gotta be some people who agree with me. There's some players who is just not finna get there. It was better in college, really. But you can say, but the thing, but the the, the thing that we only thing we're going to say about that is you don't know, like like I said, you you may think you know. Hell, we may think we may know what a guy's potential is, but we're not going to know. And I feel like we had this conversation before for a minute too. Like we the Falcons, like there been hell of dudes who been on the team, and we've been like, hey, just just give them a chance. I'm pretty sure it's not. See, but but if you have a mindset, if you have a mindset like that, this is where we're kind of going with. This is where we're going with this. Like I said, we're not, we're not, we're not trying to bash you on it or nothing like that. But oh, we're no, saying no. like that. But like I said, when you have a mindset like that, a lot of times, and you don't really get, you don't really give certain guy check. Because like I said, there's a perfect example, and it was said earlier. If you have that mindset for a guy like a Josh Allen, who was absolute dog shit the first two years and you quit to give up on him and you see where josh allen is at now josh allen is considered one of the mvp candidate quarterback in the league right now all right well here's here, here's another thing too you don't really have to give up on people but you don't need to settle for less too i feel like some dudes is just feeling like well these is our guys we might as well just stick with it for like the next five years, you know, that's but I feel like we settle for less a little bit too much as a team. This is but, my personal but, but 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 do you think by bringing in veterans, especially in free agency, the way they did, don't you think that maybe that's something that they're taking in consideration? Because if you're looking at a Jalen Mayfield, you draft a Justin Schaefer who has experience at guard. But you're also bringing in a Jermaine Fetty, bringing in an Elijah Wilkinson to try to speed up that process. Yeah. So that way, so and then, like I said, the main issue, even though we do talk about these chances with the Falcons, there's one major element in this team the last few years that we didn't have, and that was depth, veteran depth for this team. Because when we look at, for example, like you said, with a Vic Beasley. Vic Beasley's numbers started going down when who left? Mr. Spence, Mr. Spin Cycle himself. Mm-hmm. When Dwight Freeney left, then you saw Vic Beasley start to go down a little bit. You bring in a Jack Crawford, Vic Beasley numbers go back up. So the thing about it is when you're looking at a guy like a Jalen Mayfield and a Matt, like I said, we already already said Matt Hennessy, this is a do or die year for him anyway. We know that. 
but the thing is we can't we we can't put a ceiling on a guy that we don't even know we we don't really know we can think that okay he sucks well what do you think about caleb okay this is a this is a do or die year for him too anyway um like i said this is why they didn't give him that fifth year option they want him they want him to prove himself once again, that's why you bring in a Jermaine Fetty. This is why you dream bring in Elijah Wilson to see to get him to speed that process up. Now, if they if he doesn't work out in training camp or nothing, now you got veteran tackles that can take his spot. This is where the depth come in for this team. The problem with the Falcons, the Falcons had no depth. That's why when certain guys got hurt, the team looked worse than it did. Am I right? Yeah, I feel you. Yeah. So the thing is, man, when we say when we say give it time, it's not so much to give it time as to try to make excuses for guys. It is to like you said, you gotta you 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 let them fuck up, but you bring in guys that veteran guys that okay, I know he ain't shit. But I got this guy that's been in the league for a while that knows this. Mm-hmm. This is this. They, like I said, this this is how. Go ahead, go ahead, Mike. Go ahead, Mike. Let me say this because what it all come down to is like you got to have a foundation. If you keep getting rid of everybody and you don't have a foundation to build off of, for example, the reason why Grady Jared and Jake Matthews is still here is because they're foundational guys. These guys are not going to be here for the next five to ten years. We all know that. Unless Grady just have one of them Tom Brady breakout careers, <laughs> it's not going to happen. So right. while why you're bringing these, like the reason why Julio and Matt Ryan had to go is because Julio is obviously right now is he, he's just not healthy. All right, Matt Ryan is gone because. $40 million, we can't build a team if we constantly paying him $40 million a year or damn near close to it. So you can't build on top of those guys. So that's why you, that's why uh, Calvin Ridley was ultimately still here because you can build on those guys. Brady Jared is fairly a young guy, so you can build on those guys. So it's not so much these guys are here because we're trying, we're selling for mediocrity. You have to have a foundation for these players to come in and learn. You would never know what Arthur Smith's vision is if you didn't have guys that he can, that you wouldn't have these veteran players to learn from as a foundation. So this is the reason why we say we can't get rid of players just because we get rid of players because after two years, can you say after two years, all right, uh, you go to school at five years old. Let's just say that you go to school. Oh, man, at five. come on, man. These you guys five years wrong, old. Bro. You think you think after 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 and they went through college. Before, you think you're smart enough to um to run a company after five after two years? You think you're smart enough to run a company oh, after five years old? Those are two years. Because you got because you because you got to think about it. there's 256 players drafted every year. Every year, you think you know and everything? May, and, two years? Bro, and, I, and, and, and maybe only about 10 percent of them gonna be even 
even Look, worse than that. I just be having so many flashbacks of Matt Ryan lay, laid up on the ground because of this weak-ass offensive line, man. I just don't want to go through the same well, thing. How, look, man, how many so teams weird. in the league you got that, though? It's literally, if it, like this, that, when you look at the, some of the best quarterbacks, some of the best quarterbacks have terrible offensive line. Lamar Jackson, he, like Lamar Jackson, he's constantly running for his life. Deshaun West, Watson was uh, running Russell for his Wilson. life. Kyler Murray was running for his life. At the at the end of the day, man, this is our team. You know, this is mm-hmm. our team. Mm-hmm. You know, like if we can be better than the next team, we being better than the next team. This is our team. Like I just I just don't like doing those. Well, well, the other team don't have this, and the other team don't have that. I'm, I mean, I they've been having better years than us too. Like we 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 need this. It it has been bad for a minute, you know. Like we all missed that old Super Bowl run. Like we we try we need this to get back up. Like this is our let, team. Let me ask you this. Let me get this out oh. real quick. Oh, go ahead, Mike. Go ahead, go ahead, Mike. I wanted to get something out right quick. But go, go ahead, go ahead, I'm about to say, how can you how can you build how can you build a consistent winner if you don't have a foundation? That's all I'm gonna say on that. Yeah, foundation. Hey, and that's the thing. Like, like I said earlier, like I ain't saying that's like strictly give up on like dudes who you feel like can get better. I'm just saying like you need to have like a fuck. I can't even come up with that word, but like a like strong like you know when people walk in our building, it's like hey, you need to you know get the work. Like oh, that's it. Like I'm trying to explain. Like I just don't want. Certain people Bro. to feel comfortable on this team, like hey, yeah. they need That's people anyway. None of these guys are paid. You have the, the you have Jake Matthews, he's a pro bowler, still playing at a pro bowl level. You got Jaden Mayfield, one year, Hennessy, two years, um, uh, Lindstrom, and and as, as well as um, Lindstrom and McGarry, these guys have played. These guys haven't played five or six years. And I'm not. And, and, but, but, and, and some of these guys been low key good when like with like Jake Jake Matthews and stuff. And plus, I'm not talking about we should just purge the team, you know. And I agree with a lot of things that y'all saying, you know. It just this can't be too nice to certain motherfuckers, you know. Well, excuse my language, but this can't be too patient. This, no, I, feel like, I feel like Everybody we just been knows. way too patient for like eight years now. I feel like we ain't Bro, have nothing good. Everybody so gone. Long. Everybody gone. We're like not we being nice to anybody. I feel like we've been rebuilding for two years. But at, yeah. at the end of the day, too, like it's really just the few dudes off the office and line that I have a problem with. I really wasn't on though. We need to get rid of them now. You know, it does. They need to be some of these guys need to be put on notice. I just feel like some people just too like I, I, just, don't want, know, I, just, I just I just don't feel like we should settle for less like we always do. Hold on, Styles, because this brings me to my this is brain this is something that hey, I talk hey, about bro, all the time. Z, turn that down, Z. And and I'm talking about this is this is the reason why I say we gotta look at the players around them. How can you expect offensive linemen to be great when you got fucking trash behind them? What, what are we? What are he playing with? 
We're playing out there with Oompa Loompas. We don't have a consistent running game. We Our quarterback running for his life. Our wide receivers can't get off the break. Our defensive linemen can't even get to the damn quarterback without hitting jumping jacks in the damn air. <laughs> Why, how are these guys going to get better when you have nothing around them? That's the issue. I hear what you're saying, but you can't get better if you've got fucking trash behind them. And constantly getting rid of people after two years, you're not giving them time to develop as players. If I would have given up after one year of doing this shit, you would not be having Mad Mike right now. You would not have K-Styles and Miss Maggie AFN if we gave up after a year because I wasn't good enough. Because, oh, he because, he good because because you also have to remember Jake Matthews, everybody wanted Jake Matthews gone after year two. After that fourth quarter in the Super Bowl with Jake Matthews mm-hmm. holding calls. <laughs> yes. Everybody, everybody wanted gone. to get rid of him. Oh, I forgot right? about that. <laughs> <laughs> so that was that was said. Like, like I I I I'm we trying to see you. where you come. I, I I think what you're trying to say is you you just want them to show that they can get it done. This yeah, is, this is where you coming from. I think I, I, I think the way that you was kind of wording it, it kind of confused you a little. It kind of confused what you was trying to say, but I think we kind of got it now. It's like mm-hmm. you're you feel he like you feel like okay. The, in order for this offense to get to wait for win, we he want to win right now. He's just tired of damn waiting to win. That's that's all. Yeah, I mean, I mean, pretty much, pretty much that. But but also, I mean, the Hawks, the Hawks just did the most a few a few days ago too. So, but I already know about the cap situation too. So I'm trying to be realistic about it. Right. it shout out to my homie, let's get it, GA, who who finally then got over the one K hunt. Man, we definitely mm-hmm. congratulations on you. To the homies, man, Mike and sis, man, salute to y'all, boy. Hey, man, definitely salute, salute to man. you too, man. But yeah, man, at the end of the day, man, as all of us as Falcon fans, we are tired of them losing too. <laughs> we all, we all tired. Of and that's losing. the thing. I don't want nobody to say I'm <laughs> one of those toxic fans or like one of those like dudes that want to demand everything. I'm not that. It does sometimes when I see bullshit. I sorry, but sometimes when I see you know. I call it out, you know, that's, that's just how I am sometimes, but yeah. I mean, but like you said, at the end of the day, man, we all want to see this team get better. We all want to see this team win, man, because as fans of the Atlanta Falcons, man, we don't want to see them lose. But we got to also have to look at circumstantial-wise as well that a lot of times it's not going to go the way everybody think it's going to go. Mm-hmm. I mean, but like I said, because it ain't like it ain't like we the Buffalo Bills where we had a twenty year playoff drought. Mm-hmm. We're so literally we what three? Well, what we're, well about three, four years now. It's four, four years now. Like I said, that's a long time. But like you said, if you look at from two thousand seventeen unto two thousand twenty one, the philosophies of the whole entire franchise shifted every year after that and that was the issue with the falcons is you didn't have an identity you didn't have a mindset that you wanted this team to be and this is where the inconsistency of the falcons came in at man but we're gonna let you go after this appreciate it but i want to get this out i think and i think we talked about this before 
I think the frustration is just like people, we were so close to a Super Bowl win and people just won't let that go. It's PTSD at the end of the day. PTSD, <laughs> man. It is. I just call it what it is. It's called like you gotta stop bullshitting. Everybody, we were so close to a championship and we mm-hmm. trying to hurry up and get back to that to right. that uh to that spot. That's just call it what it is. We're trying to hurry up and get Arthur Blank wants to get there. We want mm-hmm. to get there. We see the Braves one. We saw the damn Georgia Bulldogs one. We're trying to get there too. So I, I totally get where, we, where you're coming from, where a lot of people come from. But we got to be realistic. This shit is not going to be an easy turnaround. Right. Oh, I know what I was forgot to say. Back to that freak dick comment right quick. Oh, my God. No, 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 no. no, no. I said I kind of find it funny. No, I kind of find it funny that he said Matt Ryan was like a MAGA rally. I didn't say that. No, no, not you, not you. It's kind of funny that they do say it was like a MAGA rally. But I Man, bet you he a Georgia Bulldog fan where most of the MAGA rallies in yeah. Georgia. Yeah. Oh, my God. Y'all give it to us. Oh, Hell no. <laughs> so, hey, hey, I'm just saying, man. So, we're going to go ahead and wind it down for the night, man. Hey, G, hey, every G, man, we hey, appreciate, appreciate you coming you, on, man. Coming on, man. Like Everybody ain't got guts to come on. And just hey, I appreciate y'all for real, man. I be, I've been watching y'all for years now. You know, I, I really right. do. I I really didn't even think y'all was actually <laughs> gonna put me on here to tell you the truth. <laughs> I mean, yeah, I mean, I like I said, like like I said, the thing about it is when we do the invites and we try to invite people, people don't want to show people that want to come on and okay, try to I ain't gonna say charge their opinion, but try to give a difference of opinion. They don't want to show up, so it's like okay, what now? And then you actually had the guts to do it. So like I said, you got a lot of respect from the people watching it because you actually mm-hmm. came on. You was respectful. Like I said, we took your information, you took our information, and we just came to agreement at the end, man. Mm-hmm. We all talking fans. Yeah, yeah. But, at the end, but at the end of the day, this is what it's all about. It's all about having a conversation on the team we like, man. And mm-hmm. this is all we want. Mm-hmm. Hey, God bless y'all. All right, man, bro. You take it easy, man. All right. Off here, all right. So let's go ahead. We're gonna go ahead. We got to do the intro. I see Alex back there, but god damn it, it's too late now. We trying to be on here to about 12 o'clock. We let Alex that's literally all we want to just try to ask you questions, try to see how you think and why you think the way. That's it. Right. Ain't, ain't no more than that. Ain't nobody trying to cut, like put y'all in position that look stupid and I look. We're just trying to understand. That's all. That's it. But if you say something stupid, we really hey, hey, look, 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 all I'm going to say, if you say something stupid, I'm going to let you, you keep on saying it. <laughs> We don't want to be like Robin Hood back here, boy. We don't want Robin Hood back in this thing. Right. But, no, boy. That was let, a moment. Let, uh, man. Let, let, but, but let's go ahead and do the outro properly. <laughs> oh, my goodness. So, we appreciate y'all tuning in to Cooler Talk Monday. As you already know, 
make sure you go ahead and hit that um subscribe button. Not only the Mad Mike Sports, but six man K styles. We are 59 away from the 1K mark. And we try and, and we're gonna get there before the season starts. So we definitely appreciate everybody tuning in tonight. And make sure you watch out for the six man combo on six man K style channel. As we will be talking about Grady Jarrett. Ooh boy. So y'all make sure y'all tune in to that. So as I say here, we ain't here to play. No, no. We here to stay. Ooh, yeah. You ain't gotta go home. But you gotta get the hell out of here. And if you don't like that, well, man, Jimmy always going to have some words for you. Jimmy, what did we tell these people? And if you two don't like it, you can just pass the blunt to the nigga on your list. <laughs> Deuces.